0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. best is Hashem Shalom Bayis number two hundred and sixty-one. We're going to talk about trust and how to prevent past trust issues um, that should not affect negatively your relationship with your husband or wife who happen to be trustworthy. And what's clear is is that um, one, the more deeper connection you have with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Trusting in Hashem, having him close to you, wanting a relationship with him in a real, real way, it ultimately helps you get connected in your interpersonal relationships as well. If you ask Hashem help to work on w- with you towards trusting your husband and wife and not allow past hurts from other people to affect it negatively, you need to talk to Hashem about it and also talk to each other about it. And the question really is, the legitimate question is, how do you know if your trust issues are valid or not? Many who have trust issues in the past can nevertheless be able to work through it, especially with one's own wife or husband who has happens to be trustworthy overall. And a deep trust can be developed despite the fact that you were hurt in many ways in your past, in your childhood, in your teenage years, or even in your early adult years. And you cannot allow, or you have to try your best to fight this notion and not allow that the hurt and the lack of trust that took place in your past cannot overshadow your current relationship in your own marriage. And that's a very, very important thing. And the truth is you can heal from this. You can heal from those trust issues. The truth is we've all been hurt by people in life, in the past. All of us, when one way or another were disappointed or felt hurt or betrayed, when we thought we trusted somebody and then it didn't didn't work out. And you got hurt by it. So now that you're married to your husband or wife, which they're normal, healthy human beings, generally trustworthy. But of course things happen in life. But overall they do have a a, a strong level of trust. So you need to realize that very often your issue with the trust is not in the relationship because your husband or your wife is trustworthy overall. But very often the trust issue is coming from inside of me. If my spouse is a trustworthy person, and I always doubt and second guess, you need to realize very often that it's coming from the past. It's coming from, your. it's triggered from people or a person or people who weren't there for you, who you felt hurt by, betrayed by. And that translates, you are taking this hurt and lack of trust from those people that hurt you in the past to your own husband, to your own wife, whom you can trust and have a good relationship, and to to realize and to learn that that's not a reason not to trust. Yes, there's a vulnerability, it's a little bit scary, but... You need to realize that you're being triggered by people or by events of your past. And that hurt is being translated and going towards your husband and wife, and it triggers in your mind alarm bells, false alarm bells. Uh, There's no reason not to trust your husband or wife, Um, but you lack that trust because of the past experiences you had. So one ATSA is to really have practice communication. Very often, these false alarms could go off in an argument. Every couple will have an argument. One example is that if your husband said to you, I'm going to call you 9 o'clock, and he didn't call at 9 o'clock. He called 9.30, half hour late. So if someone does not have trust issues... And the wife gets to call 9.30 instead of 9 o'clock. Usually, she'll say to herself, no big deal, not a big issue, Um, and move on from it. You were busy, this, that, whatever it is. Why didn't you call 9? Oh, because of this. Okay, fine. But if you had trust issues in the past, then that becomes a big deal. Why didn't you call me 9 o'clock? What happened? Why are you so late? Uh, Is this something I should know about? What aren't you telling me? And so on and so forth. And the way you soothe this is to open communication and be honest and tell your husband in a nice way, I need that assurance and affirmation. You told me you were going to call at nine. You weren't able to, fine. But because of past lack of trust, and and very often the husband had no clue that it was a big deal. It slipped his mind whenever he got busy, and he called a half hour later, but the hu- wife then explains to the husband, again, it could go both ways, I'm just giving one example. The hu- wife goes to her husband and says, I'm not blaming you. I just want you to understand that every time, um, you know, y- you say something like that, you call and you don't, I feel, uh, um, that vulnerability and talk about it and work it through and let him explain that it has nothing to do with that. And I love you. And, um, And it was just just happened to have happened that way and, uh, and so on. And they talk to each other about it. So one etza about couples who are working towards trusting each other and have trust issues in the past is to be open communication with one another. Another thing to also help trust between a husband and wife as a couple is to set boundaries. What are boundaries? Boundaries are protective walls. It protects good things to stay in the walls of marriage and it keeps and prevents bad things from coming in that it stays out of the marriage and very often it's important what happens is is people set these boundaries only after something negative happened a breach oh now we're setting boundaries now that's also good, Baruch Hashem, you're, you're correcting something. But it's much better to do this before something happens so that it shouldn't happen. Now the Chazal placed a lot of these boundaries for us, the isser yichud, the, the, the and, 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 and you could add to that and expand it, not texting to people from the opposite gender, and so on and so forth. A lot of those boundaries that couples figure out on their own in the secular world or in the non-Jewish world good things that they do. Very often Chazal, our Chachamim, already placed on us. And if we keep to it, we'll, it'll save us a lot of issues. But we need to discuss it with one another. That we're, Let's say we're both businessmen and we make this deal. We never go to lunch together alone with, with somebody from the opposite gender. and You make that as a, as a, as a getter. And this is not a matter of controlling or being obsessive. In this normal, common-sense way of setting boundaries, the boundaries are not extreme. They're not uh, oppressive. They become freeing. Why does it become freeing? It becomes freeing because you're not hiding anything from your husband or wife. You are fleeing and removing yourself from the mats of a temptation. You're staying away from these uncomfortable situations that could create an issue so that's a very important thing also the first thing is to develop the trust is to practice communication in the trust of one to, to the other and number two is to set these healthy boundaries so you feel safe with one another you know your husband would never do that and your wife would never do that and then you make that as a strong wor- wor- uh, uh, rule and then you feel safe in the relationship this Iser Yichud, what the Chazal placed on us, whether it's Iser Deirai, a but if we observe the Hilchis Yichud, and we know that we both do that, and we're extremely careful with the Iser Yichud, then automatically there is a more stronger trust between the two of you. Because you know you're not going to be alone with somebody from the opposite gender. whatever the case may be. And so that's another aspect. Another aspect that's a very good thing to develop trust to one another, and it's also good because of overall communication, is something called check-in time. Check-in time means no matter how hectic your week was, for an example, you spend one night a week where you spend 15-20 minutes where you really, really talk to each other, and you summarize to each other how your week went, your challenges of the week. Your 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 positive points, good things that happened in the week, and you share aloud aloud to each other things that initially may be awkward, but you have you you have show you have nothing to hide, and you create a special close bond to one another. It could become a highlight of the week and you could discuss the good points of the week the stressors and you could talk to each other in honest open ways now this is very awkward in the beginning people aren't used to talking to each other that way but things like what can we both work on what can i work on to make your life feel better what can i do to help to show you support more what what can i do to help you more and so on and so forth so and 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 all of these things by the way of trust issues and working on yourself and your character and trying to rid yourself of your negative uh, feelings of being totally, you know, like I said, there are some people that are indeed not trustworthy, so you need to protect yourself. We're not talking about that. Of course, when you interact with people, whether in business or anywhere else, you you need to be careful. So we're talking about normal histadas of being careful with things, but at the same time, it is not healthy to always have obsessive in your mind of a betrayal, or you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt because then you can't have a marriage in a trustworthy way. There will be times, and again, you ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu to help you. That's the key to everything. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is a kael. Uh, that's a trustworthy. It's neman, and he he's a kale neman, and we could become nemon to one another and trust one another, and that should be a big um, idea in the marriage, and not to allow the previous hurts and betrayals from other people haunt us in when we want to connect between us. Now, if we both need to work on our own trust with with each other, that's what we talked about. The setting of brown trees help with that. Open communication helps with that. Checking in with each other helps on that, and you develop the trust that way. Now I heard um, someone point out a fascinating insight in um, in 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 the story of Light when, and 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 his family when they escaped Zedaim and the Malachim took them, and they said and the Malachim warned them do not turn around and look back, and we know that um, Light's wife turned back uh, turned turned around, and became a pillar of salt, and the shot is, is that. The reason why she was not allowed to turn around, because the whole schuss of them being saved was because of the schus of Avram Avinu, not their own schus. So the schus wasn't big enough that they should see the punishment of the of Sadaim. They just only were right to be saved, and they had no right to look back. So that's the Pashm shot the way Rashi learns. But Apidrash, or a, 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 like a deeper concept in here. What is the Rabba Yerushalayim telling them when they say, don't look back? You lived in Sadaim, you got influenced by it to a certain degree. There's some negative issues here of I'm saving you. Avram, but Lamaisa, I'm saving you. And I'm telling you right now that the Eitzah for you because in your Shari Shana Shama, you light, you light's wife, you light's uh, daughters, in order to move up and heal and to move out of the negativity of Sedaim even after they're destroyed, you may carry that negativity with you, the the negative things that were learned there. So I'm telling you, do not turn back. Don't turn around. Don't look back. You need to look forward. Because looking through the past in those situations can be extremely paralyzing, where you're repeating negative habits again and again and again. So the lesson from there is not to look back. So again... To develop trust, there are different ways of doing it, communication, setting boundaries, talking to each other, working with each other on it, and if you know more or less you're keeping these boundaries, you're keeping these halachas, and you're keeping the ese and you're having open communication with one another, and you are informing each other of, I went today here, I went yesterday there, and, and you're being open yourself you're not being high, uh, you know, you're not being um, subversive and you're being open when honest with one another. The trust, trust will become stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you'll realize that whenever you have these things that come into your head, these trust issues, it's triggering from within and it's you. It's not the situation. The relationship is a trustworthy relationship, but it's you that's being triggered because of past stuff. And you learn. To realize that and recognize that and you're able to let go. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu help us all that we should learn to develop that trust. We should all be trustworthy towards each other. Learn that from HaKadosh Baruch. Hu. Hashem, we trust Hashem and with this and, and, and Hashem wants us to trust him and he wants us to trust to get a relationship with a husband and wife, trust each other too. That's you call, you, uh, ish isha shalom The shalom a lot is based on trusting one another, and if you do that and you develop that, then the shchina will be with you. Hatzlocha and bracha.